Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show. Today, we're here with Kevin Leidy. He's the Economic Development Director in Oswego, Illinois. Kevin, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Dane. I appreciate it. So you're the Economic Development Director in Oswego, Illinois, and it looks like from LinkedIn that you've been there for about a month. Yes, I uh, just started on uh, what was it, May 2nd, so we're in week eight now. Um, So it's been uh, definitely fast and furious getting uh, caught up here with all the uh, economic activity, meeting the major players and um, just getting familiarized with the uh, community. Fantastic. But you were in economic development previously in a different city there in Chicago suburbs, I guess. Yes. So I was originally with the uh, village of Schaumburg. So um, for those not familiar, it's about, um, oh gosh, what is it? 20, 25 miles from um, the city center, northwest side. Uh, from the city center. So Schaumburg is, uh, you know, one of the economic powerhouses in Illinois, uh, second in sales tax receipts. And so it was a great place to, uh, to kind of hone my craft uh, for economic development. Uh, so I specialized, I did a lot of business attraction, but I specialized in business retention there um, and really, uh, really enjoyed it for about seven and a half years. So. So how's us, we go different. Well, there are actually, let's start with how they're similar. I was okay. um, thinking that they were going to be two completely different night and day uh, suburbs uh, where, you know, Schaumburg has got 75,000 people. Um, it's a destination. People know of a Woodfield Mall, which is one of the big national malls uh, that's doing exceptionally in terms of um, just high-end tenants and uh, it's well-occupied. Um, a lot of traffic that goes through there, global headquarters. It's uh, like I said, an economic development mecca. Um, and so Oswego is on the west of the city of Chicago. It's about 45 miles from uh, from downtown Chicago. Uh, so it's a little bit more, I don't want to say rural, but a little more suburban, let's just say. And so um, when I first came here and interviewed, I was um, really surprised with just how much economic activity is already here. Um, and so we, we have one of the major commercial corridors, you know, 45,000 vehicles per day. Uh, it's growing like crazy out here. The population's expected to double within the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, so we're currently at 35,000 here in Oswego. Um, you know, all the major retailers that you can imagine, you get, you know, your Targets, your Walmarts, um, all your big uh, grocers and um, all your, you know, major chain restaurants and retailers. So there's just a lot going on here. Um, but the one big difference that I'm really excited about is that there are a lot of land sites that are uh, ready for development. Um, whereas in Schaumburg, it was mostly redevelopment and reuse. Um, here in Oswego, there are acres and acres, I mean, hundreds of acres worth of uh, developable land, not only for residential, but so much um, commercial opportunities as well. Fantastic. So how does economic development work in Illinois? I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar with that. And I don't think most of our listeners are. It's not something that read and hear a lot about. So how does it work? in Illinois. What's the environment like? Who are the players? Um, how do communities get along with each other? How do they get along with the state and all of that? 
Well, that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, it's also a difficult question. I'm sure you'll get a lot of different answers depending on who you were to ask in Illinois. Um, you know, speaking from um, my time in Schaumburg, um, the big major uh, selling points of, of that community were uh, essentially located in the United States. So you get all your logistics, distribution, um, you know, a lot of your industrial users who want to be in that area um, just because it's a central hub to go east, west, south, north, what have you. Um, and so that is a big selling point for not just Schaumburg, but a lot of the um, northwest and, and western suburbs. Um, so that's a big selling point. Um, as far as, you know, who to work with, uh, I would say, uh, you know, it's very important to have a good re um, relationship with the state. Uh, they bring in a lot of um, potential uh, manufacturing users. They bring in a lot of potential uh, retail users, um, you know, and then they'll, they'll, we work closely with them to identify specific sites on, on the criteria that they're looking for. Um, so it is definitely important to have a good relationship with them. And uh, something I've noticed um, out here, just like in Schaumburg, we do have a really good uh, relationship with the surrounding communities. So our elected officials uh, know each other. Um, and then even all the economic development professionals, we work really closely with one another because um, what's good for, you know, one community is good for others, right? So if you find a big, um, you know, manufacturing user in, in Schaumburg, if they decided to go to Hoffman Estates instead, but they're employing a hundred people, uh, well, that's going to do well for um, Schaumburg and, and some of the other surrounding communities because they'll be shopping at our restaurants and uh, eating at our restaurants and shopping at our stores. So it's uh, it's relationship building is, is really key as it is in economic development everywhere. Um, you know, one of my big uh, initiatives here since I was starting was to get involved with all the uh, real estate brokers in town and, and really get in good with them just because, you know, their job is, of course, to bring in new tenants um, and that's how they get paid. And, you know, when they bring in new tenants, well, that's, you know, how we succeed. So um, maintaining those relationships with the real estate community, too, is uh, is key. Sure. Is there a regional organization in Chicago? Um, there are a few different ones. Um, you know, we have the visitor and tourism bureaus, um, you know, in, in Schaumburg, we had one called Meet Chicago Northwest that, you know, um, promoted tourism in the Northwest suburbs. And then now here in uh, Oswego, uh, we have the Aurora, Illinois, uh, visitor and tourism bureau. Um, so Aurora is one of the largest cities in, um, Illinois, uh, but they also represent the surrounding area. Um, you know, and we work with, uh, when I was in Schaumburg, we worked closely with Cook County as well. They had their own uh, economic development uh, division. Um, you know, that's the big county that composes uh, Chicago and a lot of the Northwest suburbs. You know, I started working with uh, Kendall County, um, which is the county I'm in now. They have uh, some economic development professionals there as well. Uh, but, you know, in, in Oswego, I, I can't say there's any um, specific regional groups, um, but we do all work really closely together. Um, some of the neighboring towns and I, we have regular communication, regular phone calls um, in order to just uh, bolster economic development in the region. Sure. That's good. That's just, you know, uh, regionalism and, and working together and recognizing that, you know, what's good for one community is good for all the neighboring communities is, can sometimes be, you know, difficult. Can some, in some communities it's, you know, doesn't exist. In other communities, it's it's very well recognized. So that's good that you guys do that. Um, so what is there in Oswego? Where do you recruit from? Are you recruiting from other parts of the you know your 
your metropolitan area? Are you recruiting from outside the state? Where where exactly, you know, because I'm, unfortunately, when I think of Chicago, I think of Chicago as a place to recruit from. And yeah. so I'd imagine you have a whole different perspective on that. What kind of businesses do you recruit and where do you recruit from? So in, uh, in Oswego, it's very uh, retail heavy here. Uh, you know, okay. we have some industrial space, mostly light industrial and um, even some office space, medical office, but it's definitely um, overwhelmingly retail. Uh, and so, of course, the big uh, organization that we're um, affiliated with is ICSC. Um, so myself, our uh, village manager and our mayor were in uh, you know, Vegas for, for recon uh, last month. And um, really, that's, that's where it begins, right, is identifying um, you know, which national retailers starting there, uh, identifying which of those um, are in the Chicago market, but maybe not in the Oswego submarket, if you will. And identifying, you know, where there are opportunities to recruit um, specific franchises, whether it's a fast casual restaurant. When we were in Vegas, a lot of the, um, you know, the chicken guys like Bojangles and um, and PD, or not PDQ, uh, they're, I think, that business. But um, let's see the one I'm thinking of. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but they were interested in getting into the um, Oswego submarket because um, they had a few locations in Chicagoland, but we're, we're looking to get um, out here. So uh, identifying those folks and then building those relationships with um, the real estate professionals to, uh, to stay on them, uh, make them aware of sites that not only are available, but might be coming available or might be coming down the pipeline over the next year. Um, so really ICSC is the, the place that we start. Um, and then there are other, you know, local restaurant groups that we speak with. Um, there's a community south of here called uh, Yorkville. And out of Yorkville, there is a, a restaurant group that has uh, four restaurants. Um, so we've been talking with them um, for a while now about expanding into Oswego. We've identified specific sites for them. Um, so it's really just identifying who the, the major players are. Um, you know, everyone knows the Dardens of the world and the Bloomin' Brands and all of those things. But, um, you know, maybe some of those restaurant users that are maybe involved with ICSC or, or that exist out in the regional area um, that we can pull from. Fantastic. So how does this work that you're doing now, how does it differ from what you were doing in Schaumburg? Because you, so you said uh, you were doing mostly retention, right, in Schaumburg? Yes, it was a retention, a lot of marketing and outreach. Uh, so I, I worked very closely with a lot of our existing businesses and, and to help them expand and, and grow and uh, identify, you know, pain sources for for doing business in the community and, and trying to mitigate those to to help make things as easy as possible for our businesses. Um, but the uh, I would say the major difference is I played much more of a support role in Schaumburg. Um, so our uh, the economic development out there, economic development director out there had been doing it for a number of years, very talented individual, very good at economic development, well-respected in the community, great relationships. Uh, and he and I worked together for the entirety that I was there. Um, so we built up a really good relationship. And, um, you know, I was, I, he was a team of one, then I joined. And then by the time I left, we built up a team of four. Um, so there we were, uh, the, the work was well distributed. Um, so I didn't get to do maybe as much recruitment or involvement with TIPF as I, I could have, but, um, you know, I was really involved in, in the business retention end. Uh, whereas now here in Oswego, I'm a team of one and uh, there's a lot of exciting things going on, a lot of growth. Um, so it's really brought me to not thinking about the day to day so much like I was before because our economic development director was more big picture. Uh, but now really planning out, you know, one, five, even 10 years in advance to see. 
um, you know, where the, the priorities are for the community. Um, you know, one of the, the things that I'm doing now is, you know, identifying potential mitigation efforts for a potential recession and what that looks like. And that's not something that I would uh, ever think about um, you know, prior in, in, in Schomburg. So it's uh, definitely gotten me to think more big picture than, than the day to day. Yeah. And so there in Oswego, you, are you a city employee or a town, a, what was it? A village town? Village, <laughs> city. Yeah, village, right? yeah. We're, we're right. a little are different you, in Illinois, right? We sure. have so many different types of government. Um, so yes, are you I a municipal a, employee? Yeah. Okay. I am a That's municipal awesome. employee. That is, so I was a municipal employee in Schaumburg and then now I'm a, a municipal, municipal employee here as well. Um, gotcha. So Oswego for a long time had a, a separate economic development corporation that was um, funded predominantly by the city. Uh, they also had, you know, corporate partners and things of that nature. They got a lot done in the, um, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. They are one of the big reasons why uh, we have the major commercial corridor through here that we do. Uh, but, you know, somewhere along the line, they wanted to, the village board wanted to bring it in-house and, um, you know, it, it be more uh, proactive, I guess, from a municipal point of view. And uh, here we are. So I'm happy that they did do that because now I'm, I'm able to be here and enjoy this. Gotcha. So how'd you get into all this? How did, you know, what was the attraction or how did you end up in economic development? Another great question. Um, I originally went to school for uh, city management, you know, so I went to school for public administration, um, you know, wanted to be a, a city manager or an assistant city manager. Um, just really wanted to be involved with the local government, making an impact on a positive impact, hopefully on, on people's lives and really see the, the fruits of your labors on a day, day to day basis. Um, come to fruition. So uh, when I was an intern for the uh, city of Elmhurst, which is a much closer suburb of Chicago, uh, I was in the city manager's office and, you know, they were very um, open with, you know, take on whatever projects, you know, you want. You know, we have set work for you, but, you know, feel free to, to speak to the departments who you might be interested in, in learning more about and taking projects on. So I was like, all right, let me uh, go into community development a little bit. Let me go into economic development a little bit. And, you know, I realized, since it was important for me to see kind of, you know, the fruits of your labor, you want to see a positive impact on people's lives. Um, I was seeing that with economic development, right? You would help um, recruit businesses to town or if, even with the, on the retention side, you know, I, I sat in on several meetings and, and helped um, kind of shape uh, a good business retention and expansion program. And so once you implement that business retention and expansion program, you will start to see um, examples of, business is growing and you're like, you know, I, I played a part in that and it's, it's just really exciting. And so after my internship, um, you know, as luck would have it or fate, whatever you want to call it, um, a, a job opened up in Schaumburg in the community and economic development department. And, um, you know, like I said, the, the, the gentleman that I worked for there, Matt Frank is, uh, extremely well-respected. He was an incredible mentor and I learned so much from him over the seven and a half years. And I don't think I'd be where I am, um, without him. So it really has been a nice, um, period of growth where I was able to go to Schaumburg, learn economic development, do it the right way, um, learn all facets of it, really start to hone my skills. And, and, you know, now I'm, I'm moving on and into Oswego and happy to be here. And there's um, a bright future ahead in here in Oswego that I'm very excited to be a part of. So was all of that public administration education useful for you? Oh, it's yeah, paramount, right? Because in economic development, especially when you're on the municipal side, you need to know the ins and outs of other aspects of government, right? I mean, you need to know, well, first of all, you know, how the village board is. Are they supportive of growth? Are they supportive of a specific restaurant or retailer or whomever? 
um, you know, they supportive of cannabis industrial users. Um, and so that's a big part of you know, public administration is how to work with elected officials and, um, and things of that nature. But then it's also important to learn about the public infrastructure. So not just the private infrastructure, but um, also uh, you've got to know information about water mains and sanitary sewers and uh, your water source and where that comes from and, and, and things of, of that nature. And of course, having a good relationship with your police department, that was a, you know, a big thing that we would try to talk to uh, businesses in town is, you know, how's your crime? Are you having any issues with crime? And um, identifying some of the um, potential problem areas there and getting them connected with the police department. Um, you know, one of the big things when you bring in a new business is they ask, you know, what are the, the fire specifications, right? I mean, some communities are more um, aggressive than others in, in terms of requiring um, sprinklers and, and, and different uh, fire prevention uh, techniques that can be expensive and potentially kill a deal. So um, it's really, it, yes, being um, involved in the city manager's office has been a great stepping point um, into economic development because it's helped me look at it not from a, let's just bring new businesses in and not really care what happens to them. Um, it's understanding the process and making sure that you're not wasting the developers or brokers time uh, when you're courting a new business. That's excellent advice. You know, I don't come from a um, public administration background, so I never thought about that, but I can see how that would be super useful in just understanding how it is that government works and how the different parts function together and just, yeah, I had, because every time I, you know, when I've, when I took this job, I, I worked for a, a county, you know, it took a while because I had to figure out how the county itself sure. worked. And I can see that that would be beneficial. Do you, have you had any interesting deals? Have you done any interesting deals or had any interesting projects that maybe started out one way and ended another or uh, something that you really learned something from? Uh, I could tell you one of my um, the favorite projects that I've worked on, uh, which okay. was a couple of years ago when Amazon, right, was looking to build their new uh, headquarters. So this is well before. So this is several years ago, actually, not a couple sure. of years because it was pre-pandemic. Uh, they ended up settling. I believe it was in Seattle. But, um, you know, when they were they did an open you know, request for proposal process. And so um, the city of Chicago reached out to several of the neighboring communities and we decided we were going to put together a joint proposal for Amazon of uh, multiple sites. Um, I think we ended up narrowing it down to our site and Chicago's site. I think Chicago had two and then maybe one in Oak Brook. And oops, sorry, Oak Brook is a, another suburb that's um, west of uh, Chicago. And what I enjoyed so much about that, well, not only being involved in, you know, something that would bring in thousands of jobs and billions of dollars of investment, um, but it, it was nice to work really closely with the city of Chicago. Um, if you're not familiar with Illinois, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that Chicago is almost like its own state. And so we, mm. we usually operate kind of um, independently of one another. There's not a whole lot of, um, I'd say cohesion, not a lot of teamwork, but we also don't work against one another either. It's just, it's, it's like I said, a different state that they they kind of do their own thing. So this was a really nice unified effort. And so it was, even though we, of course, didn't get the, uh, the headquarters, it was kind of a long shot. It was, it felt like a once in a lifetime opportunity to work with them on something like that. Uh, the next thing is, uh, so one of the major employers in, in Schaumburg was um, Motorola. So, you know, Motorola during its heyday, it tens of thousands of employees, 
Um, you know, it was the end all be all of um, telecommunications. You know, they had the the pioneers in the cell phones and the public communications. I mean, that's still their big niche is the uh, public sector communications, walkie talkies for police and fire and things like that. That's what's kind of keeping them alive. Uh, but they had downsized considerably over the years. And so about five years ago or so, uh, they had sold off their entire campus, uh, which was like 220 acres in Schaumburg. And, you know, we didn't have any open land in Schaumburg. So it felt like once in a lifetime uh, project. So a private developer purchased the land and was doing like this live, work, play, um, you know, residential. Um, they had senior housing, medical office, entertainment. Um, they're undergoing a retail component now. And it was just this amazing opportunity, this blank slate um, that not a lot of communities get to do. And um, that was a really exciting thing to work on. It's it's that project has really just taken off over the last uh, several years and uh, it's going really well. But, you know, now that I'm in Oswego, it's kind of like that every day with all these different uh, land sites and um, all the exciting growth that's happening. And it's just kind of like anything could happen. Um, so, but those were two projects that really stuck out in my, in my mind as um, memorable and you know something I'll certainly never forget. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, getting to work on both of those so early in your career, I think that probably sets you up for success in the future because it gave you that experience so early on down the road that it gave you a different perspective than maybe you would have had, had you not had those experiences. Oh, absolutely. And kind of to, you know, piggyback off of that, I've also been very fortunate in all the communities that I've worked, um, the village boards, city councils, the, basically the elected officials have always been, you know, very supportive of economic development. In a lot of municipalities, that's not always the case. Um, you know, you might have the anti-growth people or, or you know, folks who want to see it just remain the same, right? A bedroom community or what have you. And, right. and so the, not only the mayors, but the village boards have always been champions uh, for economic development. Um, in fact, I had a meeting this morning with one of our uh, trustees who came up to my office and she was talking about two businesses that she's working on bringing to town. And she's like, I wanted to connect you with them right away. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're doing my job. This is great. Like, I didn't have to do anything. You just brought them in. You connected me with them. And um, but that's, you know, that's very important. And you want to be in a community that is supportive of economic development and um, really just trying to offset the basically at the end of the day, you're trying to offset the costs of the residents. Right. You probably put that right. on uh, private business and. You know, they certainly understand that here and didn't Schomburg. So how, when you were considering making the move to Oswego, how did you figure out whether or not the community would, you know, would be um, accepting of new development? How did you figure out that that was the right community to go to? That's a great question. Um, you know, I had interviewed with a few people over the last couple of years and, you know, for this, that, and the other, it didn't feel like a good fit, whether, you know, it was just my vision for economic development was different than theirs or, you know, maybe it just, just didn't work. And and so I, you know, wanted to stay, I, I always told people too, that I'm you know really happy in Schaumburg and I don't want to move unless it's the right move. And so, um, you know, the first thing I did, like preparing for any interview, I read news articles, looked at village board minutes, um, you know, listened to a few uh, village board meetings and uh, I reached out to some of the people that I knew in the community. I did know a few people from uh, grad school who worked here or were familiar with the community and just wanted to get a good feel for what was going on here. And then I, uh, I toured the community on my own and kind of took a walk around our downtown area and drove up the major commercial corridors, drove through the neighborhoods um, just to kind of see what we were 
we were looking at and, you know, I spoke with some people and um, the interesting thing about Oswego is that it is actually a very uh, old community. It's been here a long time. There's a lot of old buildings from like the early 1900s. Um, and there's been residents that have been here for a long time. And, you know, they were very happy here. They started here. Their grandparents started here as farmers. And, um, you know, they've seen the community grow considerably. Uh, but there are, do seem to be two different points of view when it comes to new development in town. And, um, you know, Oswego is still a very young community. We've attracted a lot of uh, young families or developing families who are, um, you know, I think the average age is around 33, 34 years old. Um, so a lot of those residents are excited about the growth, excited about the new restaurants, the new retailers, you know, what's going on here, what's going on there. And they, they want to see new development. And then, you know, you have your, your residents who have been here for, you know, a few generations now and, you know, not necessarily against development, but, you know, they want to do smart growth and, you know, let's not build too much too fast. And, and so it's, it, that's equally as, you know, as fair as, as it is the, the new growth. So it's really balancing those two uh, perspectives, but. Um, the, um, the mayor here too, is a big champion for economic development. He's very involved in economic development and, um, you know, he was not shy in, in saying that in his you know, state of the village address, um, that I read before I came here and, um, you know, a few other speeches and just conversations that he had with the community and, you know, this seems like a good place. And then of course the interview, they're not inter just interviewing you, you're interviewing them. Uh, and so, uh, one of the trustees was in on my first interview and then the uh, mayor was in on my second interview. Um, so they asked me a lot of great questions, but then, you know, that was one of the first things on my mind was, are you supportive of growth? What does the future of economic development in Oswego look like for you? And it turned out to be a great fit. And here we are. Fantastic. Oh, I'm that you, that was so much good advice just packed into that couple of minutes there for people looking for new jobs because people that move around in this profession and, and have maybe taken the, gone to the wrong city gone to the wrong community because they didn't recognize that things can be rough. And, and the truth is public officials change. Elections happen oh, yes. and uh, one group leaves and a whole different group comes in. So yeah, excellent advice that, all around. That was definitely one of my concerns going in, right? Was this was more of a high level position. So you're a little bit closer to, you know, if, if a village board decides to go in a different direction with their, you know, chief right. appointed official, well, then they might want to get rid of a department head or two as well. And uh, it's, it was definitely on my mind. You know, I talked with some of my mentors over the years, both in economic development and, um, city management, um, just to say, you know, is this a, is this a good fit? Do you think it's a good call? Is it too early? Is it the right community? And, um, everyone had been very supportive. So, um, hopefully we have that stability here with the village board and administration so we can, uh, continue things, um, to do things the way they have been going. That's good. Yeah. So final question is. I know you just started in your position, but do you live in Oswego or you live in a different community altogether? Would you ever consider living in the city in which you work? What do you think? That's a great question. And the majority of my time in Schaumburg, I lived there. Okay. Um, it was a tremendous community, so many different amenities between restaurants and shops. And um, it, it was just a great place to live. And Oswego is about an hour and a few minutes away from uh, Schaumburg. So, I'll, uh, and at the time, you know, I'm currently you know, dating someone and we moved in together. And so it all kind of worked out well where it was, I could tell it was time to move. Um, so I sold my, I had a townhome. So I sold that. The girlfriend and I moved in together in a community called Warrenville. It's right outside Naperville, which is about 30 minutes from Oswego. Um, that's where her family is. And we're like, okay, let's, that's a good middle point. Um, so we're looking at potentially buying a house in the next couple of years. 
Um, and I, I would love to live in Oswego. It's a tremendous community. There, uh, the, the housing's affordable here. You get a lot more bang for your buck, I would say. Much bigger houses, bigger lots for, you know, a fraction of what, you know, I'd be paying in Schaumburg or City Chicago or what have you. Um, so this would be a tremendous uh, place to to live and to work. So, um, you know, we'll see what the, the housing market does over the next couple of years. And, um, you know, we'll hopefully, hopefully I'll still be here, but, you know, you never know. But, um, you know, ideally in a, a perfect world, I would, I would absolutely love to live here. Well, good. Excellent. Kevin, this has been fascinating. If any of our listeners would like to reach out to you for, you know, advice, pick your brain, can they do that? And how should they? Absolutely. Um, yeah, feel free to give me a call. Let me, uh, let me actually pull up my contact information because I'm still uh, learning it as a new community. <laughs> um, yes, please feel free to give me a call uh, or an email anytime. Uh, phone number, you can reach me uh, directly at 630-551-2334. Um, also always respond to email, which is my first initial K, last name Lighty, L-E-I-G-H. T is in Tom, Y at Oswego, il.org. Excellent. Kevin, this has been great. Thank you so much. I hope that we can run into each other in person in the future. Absolutely. And Dane, thank you very much for having me. When you originally reached out, I was really excited because I had been listening to the show before and found it valuable. So I was excited to be a part of it. So thank you very great. much for the invitation. Great. Excellent. Good. All right. Good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Likewise. Thank you. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com.